but for tomorrow there's a lot of um artists and we're also looking forward to i think uh, um that we i that some of us at least were like we all want to see um so like for example um there is a japanese uh breakfast that's happening at 1 p.m tomorrow um sorry about the loud music in the background um and then uh there is also elephant gym that is happening uh at 2 p.m we actually interviewed them today welcome back you're listening to the real issues real voices real japan podcast by japan forward Here at Japan Forward, we bring to our audience issues that are of real importance in and about Japan from the perspective and context of people inside of Japan, as expressed or captured by them who truly understand the nuances of culture, issues, and current events. In today's session, we have Daniel, Ariel, and Mike again to talk about Fiji Rock Festival Day 2. They wrap up their experiences and also give a preview of what's in store in Day 3. Let's listen in. Thank you to our listeners and followers for joining us again for our Twitter space. Every time we're seeing more people join us for this live conversation, appreciate it very much. Before we get started, let us introduce ourselves. For anybody unfamiliar with us, we started Japan Forward in 2017 with the goal to reach global audiences, sharing stories, opinions, and editorial content from Japan. Our mission, shared by our supporters and followers, is to raise awareness of the Japanese spirit, culture, and tradition. Now, let's introduce some of the some of the team who are in this call. Let's start with Ariel. Hi,、um, I'm Ariel. I've been a journalist at Japan Forward for four years.、Um, I've covered a range of topics,、um, and、uh, you know, I've been working especially on sort of music and. Fuji Rock with Daniel, and so this is the third time that I have been,、uh, you know, covering Fuji Rock in some shape or form, <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, happy to be talking about what happened on this day at Fuji Rock. Thanks, Ariel. Now we got. Sorry, hello. I'm here.、Um, yes,、uh, so I'm Daniel、uh, from IGN Japan. Uh, which is a sister publication of Japan Forward. We work together on all sorts of things. I was、uh, a music journalist for a very long time,、uh, 15 years or so,、uh, before going on to where I am now at IGN Japan, which is a video game and、uh, movie site. So, all kinds of pop culture stuff、uh, coming out of Japan that I have been covering for a long time. Thanks, Daniel. And we have Micah. Hi, everyone. This is Micah. I'm a photographer specializing in.、Uh, In gigs, live concerts, so basically music photography, and also do graphic design. And I also write sometimes, and、yeah, I contribute like articles, music related articles to Japan Forward. And yeah, I'm here today once again with Ariel and Daniel、uh, to cover Fujira as、uh, for me as a, as a photographer, like taking photos of the band, the artists. Thanks, Micah. Right, so day two Fujira is like the first day of the weekend. You guys have been there since Thursday, which had like the pre-festival party, and day one was Friday.、Um, you could say that people who took took off work or took off the last Friday of July just to join the festival came early and got in the mood. But today is what we、um, we say. They say that is when most people come to to Fuji Rock. Um, it's the first day of the weekend, so、um, similar to what we did yesterday.、Um, what were your highlights for 
Fuji Rock Day 2. Let's go with Ariel first. Yeah, um, so before I go into my highlights, I think uh, it sort of makes sense to sort of uh, confirm what you just said, Galileo, that uh, it's clearly the first day uh, where, you know, even the organizers are aware that most people can actually come to Fujirok because right. if you came on a Friday or on a Thursday, you'd have to take time off work, whereas on a Saturday, you can just come in your free time uh, for most people anyway. And so the, the, the lineup itself is very packed of a lot of artists that are, uh, you know, pretty prominent and they're all happening kind of at the same time. And so, um, you know, if I had to say what a highlight was of today is that I spent a lot of time going from one gig to another because they were all kind of happening like one after the other. Um, and, uh, you know, there was just so much to see that ended up like having to cut short, you know, one thing because I was like, oh, but I want to go and see something else. So I think this is sort of the highlight of the Saturday, like this one thing. Um, but if I have to say uh, a couple of highlights, uh, so in the morning, we had one that we all went to, which was Bloodywood, um, which I think, you know, Micah and Daniel can talk about because uh, they know more about it. But they were really, really sort of energizing uh, Indian uh, sort of metal rock band. It was really, really fun. Like uh, I went into the Moshpit and it was, yeah, it was fun. And then uh, the big one that we were covering in the afternoon uh, was uh, Tokyo Ska Paradise Orchestra. And uh, for me, the most fun thing of that was the fact that, you know, the music itself, they've been around for a really long time. So there were some classics that, you know, everybody knows as songs and stuff. But the, the energy in the crowd, everybody was really, really having a great time. And people were all ages and stuff. So I really enjoyed seeing that. Um, and then shortly after that, uh, it was in the early evening. I saw Arlo Parks in the Red Marquee. Um, and she's a British uh, artist and the uh, I really like her sound. She's a sort of up and coming. She only has like one released uh, album in 2021, um, but still she's, you know, got a lot of attention abroad and uh, um, she has a very dreamy sort of, uh, how do you say, like a sort of indie pop kind of vibe. And I really, really enjoyed her set. So those are my highlights. Thanks, Ariel. Yeah, that's, that's quite quite a variety of different talent and music that you got to see today how about yourself daniel like you said it's been a very a varied day um there's been a lot of really good uh, music today and a real sort of um you know a large selection of different genres different styles of music um which is you know kind of what fuji rock is all about um for me, uh, yeah, as uh, Ariel mentioned, Bloody Wood is a band that I was very excited to see, and they were fantastic. Um, they are a, a sort of rap rock, metal, new metal sort of infused uh, Indian uh, band, but they they also um, include um, sort of uh, traditional Indian instruments like sitar and, and uh, uh, percussion instruments and things like that going on, and. Um, uh, they turn up, uh, Fuji Rock is their first ever show in Japan and, uh, they, and it's also the first show of their, uh, the first international show of their, uh, worldwide tour, which is called the Nine Inch Nans Tour, <laughs> which is a play on the band Nine Inch Nails. Um, and, uh, yeah, they were amazing. They, they, it's, um, there's, uh, six of them in the band, but they, 
they come with a very sort of a minimal setup. It's just a drum kit and a little rack of processors on stage. And then they, you know, they have their instruments that are all, uh, on, on wireless, uh, setups and there's no like huge amplifiers or anything. It's very, very sort of compact to look at, but the sound is thick and hard and heavy and loud. Um, and, um, yeah, they're very good. They, 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 they are a very socially aware band. They, um, sing or rap about, um, you know, uh, problems that they perceive in society and, uh, everything from, um, uh, sexual assault predators to that, that kind of topics to, um, um, making sh- sure that the voices of the, of the have nots are heard. Um, if you're familiar with maybe Rage Against the Machine or System of a Down, you might get a general idea. Um, and uh, they came and they really, really sold it. And uh, it was uh, really, really good. Um, and then some other highlights for me. Let's see. Well, Dinosaur Jr. is a band that um, I loved when I was in my sort of, I don't know, early 20s, I guess. Long, that's a long time ago, by the way. Um, but they're, they're very much a sort of a... 90s stroke early 2000s um sort of indie rock band um and you know they they've been um sort of steadily putting music out uh recently as well but they you know they are very much not like a modern sounding band in any way shape or form and so they came up to fuji rock and i was not sure what to expect because um like i say they're not a fashionable band by any measure but actually they drew a huge crowd there were a lot of people all around the festival today wearing Dinosaur Junior t-shirts and, and uh, they played on the white stage, which is the second largest stage and they pulled a very, very large crowd and um, they were great. Like yeah, the last time I saw them was at a music festival, Summer Sonic, they played here maybe, I don't know, three or four or maybe five years ago. And every time I see them, I sort of forget how many of their songs I, I loved when I was younger. And I still listen to them every now and then as well. Um, you've got uh, Jay Maskis, who's this uh, uh, very, very loud guitar player. <laughs> he has like a huge oversized stack of like six Marshall uh, cabs behind him. And his hair sort of blowing in the fans, which is this long hair that's got over time. It's now like white hair, you know. And then Lou Reed, uh, it's not Lou Reed, Lou Barlow. Lou Barlow is the bass player, the original bass player of the band who left and came back. But he's also well known for his band Sebado and some other projects. Um, who's a sort of real indie rock pioneer of the 90s kind of thing. And, uh, you know, seeing them up on stage uh, was just a, a really nice nostalgic kick and lots of really great songs. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I have other highlights too, but I will uh, let uh, let Mike uh, speak. It's good to see that. It's good to hear that you you see get to see the bands that you experienced before and get to see them live again. I, I, I actually, can I just quickly add actually that yeah. especially with a band like um, Dinosaur Junior and also you know uh, Jack White was the headliner tonight. Jack White and various others like this. Um, there are a lot of, um, sort of acts who are, I guess you call them like legacy bands, you know, artists who've been around for a very long time who come to play at Fuji Rock. And, um, because it's such a kind of a melting pot kind of festival, um, you get a real mix of people coming to watch these bands. And like some of the people that are watching them are like, were you even born when these guys were originally famous? Or I don't know, but, uh, you know, it's, it's cool to see how, um, you know, a, a younger generation of music fans is, is at least um, going to, curious enough to go and check it out. And whether they enjoy it or not is, you know, the, 
the additional icing on the cake. I think, yeah, just the, the cool thing with, like, we would say veterans of music artists in the music industry, that they have, like, different waves of fans coming in. Or we have, like, the original fans or, like, the fans that were early. And then we have the new fans that are coming in, like, they're in the new wave. Um, they're appreciating the new stuff. And then they get, they still get acquainted with the old like with the original stuff and the old stuff. So it's, it's cool. That happens a lot in the music industry. Um, okay, Micah. Thanks, Daniel. Micah, how about yourself? Uh, like we, what we've been talking about, like, yeah, it's been a really long day. And then like for myself, like on the photo taking duty side of things, it really has been a long day. Uh, uh, I, I, I had to cover like a bunch of uh, bands and artists today, uh, a lot more than I did uh, yesterday. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, well, Daniel and Ariel already talked about them a lot, so I'm going to keep it short. But yeah, I was so excited to watch Bloodywood earlier and, you know, take, take, you know, take photos of them. And yeah, like what Daniel said earlier, they're a very socially aware band. And yeah, they love just empowering people, not just through their songs, but like through their, like earlier, through their live performances. They would like go on about like, you know, self-empowerment, confidence, love of oneself it's just uh honestly it just it just made me so emotional earlier like especially when like uh so like uh in my photo duties i'm only allowed to like take photos during the first three songs like in in the photo pit and their third song which was the last song that i was allowed to take photos of was like is my favorite song from them which is Aj. uh in the article that i wrote about uh uh, for Japan Forward, the article about like the eight artists you should look out for in Fujirok, uh, I featured Bloodywood, and that was the song I recommended because uh, that was the, that's the song that's my favorite song from them. It's very empowering, very emotional, and it's not probably something that a lot of people would expect from a band as aggressive as them, but they make it work. Like they somehow make it work, and yeah, when I when I first listened to that song, yeah, I got really emotional, and earlier today when I heard the first few notes of the in- intro to the instrumental i knew that yeah it was going to be like a really really emotional time for me and yeah for the rest of the for the rest of the set the same it was pretty fun it was nice seeing people you know just go wild being daniel and ariel just disappear into the mosh pits was insane <laughs> but yeah uh oh yeah uh daniel also mentioned that jack white early, uh, earlier and i would just like to share my experience of like taking photos during his set so uh it was kind of different so like yeah i i would say that yeah uh pretty much for the rest of for the other acts of the day uh it was the usual like uh go to the go to the bed like 10 to 5 minutes early uh you get three songs and yeah you're just pretty much in front of the band you can take a, an infinite amount of uh photos so yeah that's what happened with like bloodywood that's what also what i did with tokyo ska which is again like what ariel said it was a fun Gig, Tokyo Ska uh, Paradise Orchestra. But yeah, for Jack White, it was different because we were only allowed to like take photos from like the front of house, which is like the tech booth. So like I was pretty far away from the stage, which is kind of a challenge because uh, ever since I started taking photos like yesterday, it's always just been like near the artist. But that challenge was something like uh, it was very refreshing in the sense that uh, it offered a different like perspective for me as a photographer because uh, we're somehow the rules are like we're not allowed to shoot from the crowd unless we're like part of like the official press of the event. But because of that setup that Jack White's management uh, pr- 
somehow <laughs> arranged that we're only allowed to take photos from the back. Uh, it offered like a different new a new angle for me to you know to experiment with in, take, in terms of taking photos, and I think I got a few that you know captured just the vibe of like Jack White interacting with the crowd, and you know Jack White is just you know Jack White in the flesh is just you know the very definition of an artist in his in his element. Like uh, you you could just you could just feel it. Like you could just feel that this this is a guy who loves what he does, and he's doing it just because he loves doing it. And yeah. Was honestly all inspiring to you know to finally see him live, uh, you know such a you know a rock legend like him, like like what Daniel said earlier, like like were were some of the people watching him earlier were were they born when <laughs> when Jack White was you know was with the White Stripes and at the peak of his career you know at the you know the start the part of his career where they you know he was just blowing up, but yeah like you know someone who was probably like still a kid <laughs> back when the White Stripes were still very active yeah it was uh honestly like such a, a awe-inspiring experience just to you know to witness a rock legend in the flesh you know just in his element so yeah that was that was it <laughs> that was my experience well yeah sounds like you guys um have had some great like experiences already in free rock and it's only like the second day and there's one more day to go so maybe on that top on that note um do we can we have a preview of what will your coverage be like tomorrow? I know you mentioned that Zone Bijang will be up in, in a couple of hours, but what else is on the menu? Um, so from, I'm also interested in seeing tonight, uh, Night Tempo. Um, I, you know, this is a sort of like producer and DJ from uh, Korea, who I understand, but, but he's like really, you know, he really likes uh, uh, Japanese 80s city pop uh, sort of music and so he rearranges it or he creates new songs that are sort of inspired by that and so I kind of want to see what that's about especially because I think it kind of reflects a, a sort of trend that Japanese 80s city pop is really uh, popular and so I think it's that's kind of an interesting thing that I can, I want to at least see what how that the initial bit of that set but for tomorrow, there's a lot of um, artists that we're also looking forward to. I think uh, um, that we, I, that some of us at least, were like we all want to see. Um, so, like for example, um, there is a Japanese uh, breakfast that's happening at 1 p.m. tomorrow. Um, sorry about the loud music in the background. Um, and then uh, there is also Elephant Gym that is happening uh, at 2 p.m. We actually interviewed them today. Um, I think maybe Danny will want to say more and, and Micah will want to say more on this. Um, and then uh, for me, maybe Zutto Mayonaka de Inoni that are happening in the uh, evening. Um, and uh, there, I think a particular one that uh, um, also, like for example, Michael is pretty surprised that we cannot take any pictures of them, but uh, I really like their sound. They're really interesting, uh, you know, group. And then, uh, um, let's see, maybe there is uh, also Mogwe that is happening in the evening. Uh, so I think these are some of the highlights that I'm looking forward to. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think for us, maybe specifically like Elephant Gym, yeah, it, it'll be an interesting sort of their Taiwanese trio, um, math rock trio. And so, yeah, that will be really good, I think. All right. Thanks, Ariel. Daniel, anything to add? 
mostly what, what Ariel said. Um, but uh, in addition, so uh, closing the festival on uh, tomorrow night at the uh, so that they have a, a nighttime stage. The Red Marquee runs all through the night, and uh, playing from 3 a.m. to 5 a.m., which is the absolute last slot of the whole festival, is Taku Ishino, who is a very uh, famous, uh, well well respected veteran Japanese uh, DJ and music producer. Uh, who's also a member of Denki Groove, who are another you know, very pioneering um, Japanese uh, electronic music group. And um, I'm, I feel like I've seen Taku Ishino close, Tokyo, close uh, Fuji Rock Festival at least a few times in the past. Uh, he's, he's very much a regular here. Um, but that's kind of partly because he's awesome. And um, it'll be fun to see him uh, playing tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, it'll be, you know, we'll have, we'll have to stay up all night for it. But uh, pretty much uh, excited to do that. Yeah, now that you mention it, it's kind of weird. Um that he's he won't be part of like a closing, like like this closing of Fujiro. I feel like he's 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 kind of earned it. Um, well, like I said, yeah, he 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 is he'll be the last the last act to play this year. Yeah. All right, and then how, how about yourself, Micah? It's like gonna be the last day of your Fujiro experience. Are you gonna go out with a bang? What what's what's on your what's on your plans? Uh, well, uh, pretty much like Ariel. Um, I'm pretty excited uh, about Elephant Gym's set tomorrow. Um, I've been a fan for a long time, and to finally see him and like, like, talk with them earlier, it was such a nice experience. And I can't wait for like everyone to you know to see, uh, like you know to read it, to read the interview with it. And yeah, I'm just pretty excited to see their set tomorrow because they're a really good math rock band. I've always I've always wanted to see them finally see them here in Future Rock, and you know to hear from them. You know them, them that they're also very excited to be here once again in Japan. You know, it's just, yeah, it's just pretty, uh, pretty, pretty exciting. Basically, it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks for your updates and sharing your highlights. It's um, looking forward to the last day um, tomorrow um, of what you'll be covering. Um, all the stuff that the team is working on is going to is published on Japan Forward. So check out our website for their news. Um, you can also follow them on Twitter. Um, you'll have photos every now and then, some updates of what they're doing. Um, and and yeah, I think it's going to be it's, it's 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 exciting to see to see what they're working on. So to all our listeners, thank you for joining us today and follow us Japan Forward on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. We also have a YouTube channel and this Twitter space will be distributed on Spotify and Apple Music. So please make sure you subscribe to that as well. At Japan Forward, we're looking for contributors and writers. Get in contact with us if you want to submit a written piece or let us know what other skill set you have that you think would add value to our vision. Please don't hesitate to get in touch. We'll do this final wrap up tomorrow again around this time so look out for the announcement thanks ariel michael daniel have a good night enjoy the rest of the evening thank you thank you see you tomorrow see you tomorrow thank you for listening to the real issues real voices real japan podcast by japan forward visit our website for more information regarding our podcast and other news on japan catch you next time